You're listening to the Sunday Soul Podcast with me, Aaron Pryor, and Becky Hayden, part of sunday-soul.com. Hello and welcome to the Sunday Soul Podcast. My name's Aaron and with me is Becky from sunday-soul.com. Becky, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. It's a little bit colder than I imagine it is there. I should explain that you're now based in Australia and um, I'm here in sunny England. Yes, that I am. It's probably not much colder, actually. We've had a quite a temperature drop in the last couple of oh, days. No, literally, that's the reason I'd go there. So, crikey. So, tell it, first of all, um, yep. obviously, this is our first episode. I think we should explain a little bit about who yep. we are very, very briefly. I have known you for some time. We both come from a performing arts background um, and we both taught together and, and worked together in various guises. Um, and you have recently moved to Australia, as we've just said. And do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do in terms of your um, your blog and how that's come around? Yeah, sure. So um, I started my blog um, literally this January, so it's still very new to me. Um, and still very new to the audience. So it's quite nice kind of watching it grow every week. Um, I actually started, I've wanted to blog for years and years, but I've never really known what to blog about. Um, But it actually started, I was just lying in bed one Sunday night and I I went on on Pinterest and found a nice quote that I thought was suitable for the week. And it was, I think it was something like, whatever this week throws it, you know that you're going to smash it or something like that. And then I had quite a few people message me just from reading that quote being like, thanks, Becky, you really needed this today. Or, and there was the one like, oh, that started my week off just right. And I was like, hmm, maybe this could be kind of my niche. Um, so came up with like a few things. And I thought if I post it every Sunday, that kind of gives me my um, a starting point just for like little tips and kind of well-being things that I've learned along the way, mostly through performing, I think, trying to deal with that as a career Um, and then just kind of dealing with just general life and and whatever and like little tips that I've picked up on the way and stuff that I enjoy talking about. And then it's that's kind of started from there, really. So yeah we're quite a unique brand aren't we performers I think we have a sort of that unique. We are. <laughs> yeah we have a unique set of, of, of worries and fears I don't think it's any different from anybody else's I think perhaps it's just a little bit more um defined maybe just heighten it a bit yeah yeah, yeah. and we're all you know drama queens so yeah. you know we make it worse for ourselves yeah. <laughs> but so essentially Sunday Soul is exactly that you post a blog every Sunday it's a mixture of things from from what I've read so far about you know sort of practicing mindfulness there's some yoga stuff in there there's some sort of life coaching type stuff in there because I know that that's something you're working on at the moment as well um so it really is a way that that the reader can go in on a Sunday and just set themselves up for the week that's kind of the goal isn't it absolutely yeah bang on great so this week we are going to talk about the wheel of life now when I think of the wheel of life I probably am thinking more along the lines of the wheel of fortune which probably isn't the what you were going for (laughs) I said that the other day. I said that exact thing the other day, and I was like, "No, it's not the wheel of fortune. <laughs> it's the wheel of life." Yeah, I keep wanting some beautiful woman to walk in and go dig, 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 and spin it round. But um, I mean, it can be all wheel of fortune <laughs> if, if we you want can start. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like the sort of the imagery. Um, <laughs> if we start off just by talking about 
what is the wheel of life what is you know what is the concept and how does it work yeah, the image that you've got on the top of your blog is is of a bicycle wheel yeah um so i imagine that it's looking at something in, in that very circular sort of almost segmented way yeah um, but if you could describe what for you it, it means yeah sure so the wheel of life basically just um it kind of gives us a way of of seeing the bigger picture in our life so it's almost like you're taking a step back um taking stock um examining each of the different areas of our lives so we can see where we might want to make some improvements or just a few small changes to to make that part of your life grow um and then all the the segments of your wheel of life or your pie chart as you you said um you they you, we separate them into eight different categories so they're the broad areas that kind of make up the experience of your life and your enjoyment and your happiness basically so is this this is obviously a, a, a sort of reasonably practical exercise you know you go through and yeah. you work through those areas and you you look into each of them is that yeah. a, a one-stop thing is that something that you do today and then don't do again or is it is it more ongoing is it more kind no, of you yeah. go back and revisit absolutely it's absolutely ongoing so i i did mine um it's probably about three weeks ago now um and there's there's other things so you do your wheel of life it's kind of the first starting point and it just gives you like the outlook of of where you are and what you've scored yourself in each area the areas that you've marked quite low um and then you try and find values and reasons and results that you can make that better and then we revisit the wheel of life i'd probably say every three months maybe just so you can actually start to make the changes it's really I think I've learned a lot the last couple of weeks, but in order to make changes in our life, we need to make it easy for our brain um, and and kind of putting those rules in place and those, you know, trying to get down your goals and stuff can really change that wheel of life. So it's, it's more of an ongoing thing. Yeah, definitely. So essentially then we... We look at the wheel. We go through those categories, which we'll talk about in just a moment. Um, we score them out of 10. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's on a sort of scale of, of you know, in, in a traditional survey sense, absolutely awful yeah. to amazing, essentially. Yeah. So so it's essentially the so the outside edge of the wheel is that your means like you are 100 percent satisfied. Everything is absolutely outstanding, amazing, 10 out of 10. And there's like nothing possibly that you could improve. That's your 10 out of 10. Um, and that's on the outskirts of the wheel and then kind of moving in nine, eight, seven, five, so blah, 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 all the way down um, nine, eight, seven, five. I've just said. That shows that I can't <laughs> yeah. count backwards. Um, <laughs> going down into the center of the wheel, which which means kind of zero is absolutely zero satisfaction in that area and nothing is how you want it to be so that's kind of how we look at the scale of okay things. and just so that we get an idea of, of sort of where we're at within that scoring system out of the the categories are there any of them that you scored 10 no so i think i i I always believe that there's room for improvement. Um, so even when, you know, two, I actually scored two of my categories, nine out of 10. Um, but there's always something, you know, 
better that you can achieve or more that I could learn or you know stuff like that absolutely so this is this really is an ongoing process and I think you have to be quite hard with yourself in that sense you've got to be very honest about where you're at is that you know this isn't one of those sort of surveys in heat magazine that tells you your perfect boyfriend right this is this is something that you need to really circle the number yeah Yeah. okay so let's talk about um categories You've listed eight categories, yeah. Um, yeah. and they are your business and career, finances, health, relationships, which includes your friends and family, romance, personal growth, fun and recreation, and physical environment. Yeah. So essentially, you're asking us to look at those eight different things. Yeah. Um, really quickly, if we go through each of those, just explain a little bit more about where your thinking is with that and how you would describe each of those categories. They're pretty obvious, but just in case yeah, there's no, anything that we, we need to consider. When you're looking at business and career, you're kind of thinking about um, your daily tasks, um, how much you like them, colleagues, working environment, have you got any career prospects, have you got a good work-life balance, which is something that I've always struggled with just purely because I like working, I like money, and I like being busy. Um, your training, upskilling, your boss, kind of if you own your own business, your customers, clients, business plan, stuff like that. Okay, so it's a really sort of rounded, holistic view of where you're at in terms of your career, right? In terms yeah. of your career path and trajectory and, and the yeah. things that influence yeah. that. That leads us nicely into finances because obviously, yeah. like you said, we work essentially yeah. to make money um, and so that we can have a lifestyle. So yeah. financial is our financial health and well-being, obviously, but I assume there's a bit more to it than that as well. Yeah. So um, in finances, we, we yeah, so it's either wealth or financial comfort, I think, more than anything. But um, income level, outgoings, expenses, have you got any savings? Is there long-term financial stability? Um, are you living paycheck to paycheck? Uh, are you working towards your next holiday or next big thing? Have you got several accounts? Is there savings? Things like that in that in the finances we look at. And do we look at that in terms of balancing that with aspiration? You know, so for example, me personally, I'm in a position now, for example, where I work. I have a reasonable income. I'm living reasonably comfortably, but I also know that there's things that I want to do. There are things that I want to save for, etc. And I want to get my financial health back in shape as it were later you know but back to war or not yeah. back in shape but in shape um and so it, it's balancing that I assume that score against where you are now compared to where you want to be would that be accurate yeah, yeah so it, it's really um when you start kind of diving deeper into the wheel of life you you actually start to realize how many categories affect how many other categories which is why I started to uh, this week's blog off with everything in life affects everything else in your life so if you haven't got the finances um you won't have your fun and recreational because you haven't got any money to do fun and recreational things and if you haven't got your health or you haven't got your finances then you might not have your health because you might not be able to afford a gym membership it's things like that it kind of all ties in yeah or like me, you've got a gym membership and you're not necessarily yeah. using it. But we'll come up to that later on. Um, <laughs> which leads me on to the next uh, category, which is health. Um, a couple of the things that you've talked about in yeah. your blog, obviously, and you've just mentioned there is, is exercise. You know, how much do we do it? How often do we do it? Are we enjoying yeah. it? But there's more to it than exercise. And I mean, you know, we talk about healthy, balanced diet, for example. Yeah, definitely. So we've got, we look at exercise, we look at 
fueling your body? Is it with the with the right quality foods, or are you just you know McDonald's drive-throughs every day? Um, are you staying well hydrated with the right kinds of liquids? Um, we also look at relaxation time is something that I think not many people give themselves, um, me included. Um, we look at sleep. Um, how you're feeling in terms of your daily vitality. Are you getting colds and flu and sick all the time? Um, are you dealing with any long-term or, or chronic illnesses? So we kind of look at, it. when people think of health, they, they just automatically think, I think, of, of kind of, oh, am I fit? Do I go to the gym? But, you know, that relaxation time and sleep is so important. And it's such, you know, lots of people are talking about that at the moment, especially in my blogs with the mindfulness and kind of let, less screen time at night. And, and it's all kind of wraps up into our health little yeah I, th I think we segment. live in a really sort of connected world don't we now and you know with like you say with screens particularly with yeah. you know businesses that run literally 24 hours a day you know we live in this kind of full-on lifestyle yeah. and actually you know finding the time to switch off from that I think is really important but also you know I, I'm a big fan as you know of, of championing mental health and I think you know looking at health we can only yeah. really do that holistically going forward and I know there's a big drive as you've just said for that so you you know the health category in terms of your wheel is very much looking across the board physical mental and sustainability absolutely cool yeah um absolutely relationships yeah. let's talk about those um wonderful as they are most yeah. of the time <laughs> so family uh family and friends are kind of what come under relationships so we for relationships we we look at kind of the frequency of in, in, of interaction with the people, with your friends and your family. Um, you're thinking, is it not enough? Is it just right? Is it actually too much? Um, and then with the frequency, we look at the quality of those relationships with the people that you have. Um, you know, are there any tensions, any things left unsaid, any niggling problems that haven't been resolved? Um, and also like a massive one for me, which I get from every friend and family member is the supportiveness of those relationships. And I think I've, you know, that was one of my nine out of tens was this category, um, just purely because I'm on the other side of the world and I'm still feel as close to every friend that I had back at home as I am here, even with a nine hour time difference or whatever it is now, the clocks have gone back. It's very confusing. Um, so yeah, so kind of looking with the growth and progression of those relationships and the long-term future of them. So that's what we try and wrap up in the relationship, family and friends category. When you identify those relationships, when you're able to, to dissect those um, friendships and, and family relationships and things, the thing that stands out to me is not necessarily the ones that are providing support or, or a sense of, of well-being, but also those ones that aren't necessarily. And I think, you know, I, um, as you know, I lived abroad for a little while yeah. as well. And, and one thing that I found was really interesting was those friends that were, you know, a couple of hundred miles away were still as close to me as they ever were. And we kept in touch an awful lot. You and I did, for example. Um, mm. Whereas there were some friends who perhaps that relationship yeah. wasn't as strong and, and actually that distance really made me realize that you know our relationship wasn't sort of 
it didn't have the same value that I was putting on it when we were in close proximity. And I think that's a really, you know, it sounds like a really negative thing, but it's positive, right? Because, you know, you need those relationships yeah. to feed you. And, and for me, it's, it, you know, no, having a relationship yeah, of no, any is, sort, yeah. be it romantic or, or platonic or, or family or, you know, is, is about a, a two way street, right? It's about giving yeah, and taking and, and finding that balance. Would you agree with that or? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I think uh, the one that I really like for this one is kind of the, the circle of influence. Um, and and I find that, you know, definitely with performing, like I've always been part of a really close, tight-knit group. And some, sometimes it's kind of affected me in the wrong ways, but sometimes it's affected me in the right ways. And it's just trying to find that. And I think kind of I've definitely found it, it harder moving to Australia because that circle of influence has been taken away and it's I'm building it from scratch um but it's almost like you get to cherry pick them because you haven't got much choice and you know I've I've made like a, a really really good friend um here who I know that if I was to move you know to melt back to Melbourne or up to the Gold Coast that I would still stay in touch with her. And it, yeah, I agree with, with what you're saying. It's, it's so true. You kind of, you really, you really do realize who is, who is there for you when you put that distance in place, I think. Absolutely. And I think it's also that thing of, um, you know, we, I think because of the nature of, of the jobs that we've done, for example, the performance work, you tend to, because we move from production to production or job to job, you yeah. sort of build friends within the, the, the scheme of what you're doing. So you create lose, that circle yeah. based on time and proximity. Um, and so, you know, I found when I came out of the performing arts industry that I had this sort of massive circle of mates, you know, people that yeah. I knew, people I'd worked with, people that I was friendly with, but they weren't necessarily yeah. my friends. And I think identifying friends, those yeah. sort of grades of, of that friendship circle, you know, you've got those people who are your close knit, you know, your confidants, and then growing out of that, yeah. you've got your wider circle of friends and then your mates and then the people that you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, at yeah, the edge of that absolutely. and they all have a value right they all have yeah, worth but 100%, you know you've yeah. got to know where they are and, and who they are yeah which, which I think I've struggled, you know, struggled with a lot um and kind of coming here as it's it's been a massive eye-opener for me actually just I think just the way I felt like I had to rely on people back home and I, I kind of have no one to rely on here so it's almost um, I don't know how to explain it. Like almost like you kind of fend for yourself until you've got someone else there to fend for you as well. So sure, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's been challenging, but it's you know it's really nice to see how close our friends we are to to make that last across the time difference. And you know, like even on my birthday, like uh, it, the messages I got were were all not on my birthday in England. They were on my birthday in Australia. Just little things like that. It was it was it was nice. So yeah, how was your fortieth? Fortieth, brilliant. Really, really enjoyable. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> However, we should say am, Becky's not, I'm not forty. 40. I'm twenty seven, but I'm nearly thirty. Yeah, and that scares me a bit. <laughs> it's fine, you know. I I've done it. I've been through it. I've come out the other side. It's actually not not as bad as you not might think um good. but we'll we'll gloss over our various ages for now um <laughs> let's talk about romance now yeah. most of us have experienced romance in some form or another um 
across our lives now that you know can be when we're 15 and lusting after the girl at the back of the class it can be when we're married it can be you know coming out of marriage and and finding new romance and things like that you know really yeah what are you looking at when you talk about romance are you talking about again obviously your current status but what are the factors that would influence that score yeah so I actually quite like this one because the first thing that I'm going to say is something that no one ever goes to when they think about romance um but what I want you to all think about is kind of the the ability to love yourself um more so so we're kind of thinking about those indulgent moments for yourself with whatever feels good for you kind of long baths massages treating yourself with love and care and affection which is a massive thing at the moment kind of you know love yourself first I think is what I what I want people to think about first and then obviously you know what everyone thinks about when you hear romance so the feelings of love and appreciation um deep satisfaction um for love and and for who you are right now um and whether that comes from an intimate partner or from yourself and then love and romance with a loved one so your quality time quality conversations are you getting the emotional and physical connection um is it meeting your needs kind of thing so there's kind of two two bits to look at in romance i think yeah i think you're absolutely right i think it's you know i've there's I've heard several times during my life and during experiences that I've had is that you can't really love somebody else until you love yourself you can't you know give of yourself unless you're you're in a position to be able to do that and I think you know from my own experiences that you know we don't really need to talk about at this point but from my own experiences that's absolutely true you know you have to be in a position where you're where you're able to 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 facilitate that relationship or to or to allow that that sense of romance to to develop to um, yeah so I think you're absolutely right I think it's a case of what are you doing for yourself um yeah and then you know if you're in a relationship because uh, obviously not everybody's going to be but if you're in a relationship no, how yeah. is that going and, yeah. and where is that you know on the scale so yeah um that's really interesting actually that's really fascinating so if we go on to there's a couple more personal growth yeah. Yeah. Um, is the next one um this is about where you want to be i assume yeah so personal growth is i think this is like one of my favorite um sections only because it's something that i've always always strived for like i've i love personal growth i've always trying to learn more that's why you'll always see me do some sort of zumba training i'm a yoga instructor pt and now i'm doing my life coaching like i love to learn and i love to kind of be better than I am today almost so that's like what we're we're looking at really in personal growth is have you been growing learning evolving yourself um or are you just feeling stuck in that rut same you know same feelings every day um so kind of thinking about in these areas we're thinking emotional growth and learning intellectual growth and learning um are you dealing with your stuff as we say are you dealing with your past um old blockages or getting rid of behaviors that like no longer serve you um and and trying to find more happiness and love and connection or whatever it it is that brings you kind of your sense of this is who I really am that's what we're looking at in personal growth one thing I noticed um on your blog under this section was healing old hurts 
um, which I find yeah. really, really, it's a, it's a really lovely way to put it. And I think it goes back to that relationships element or the, or the, the romance element with the self-love um, and that feeling yeah. of, you know, moving forward by getting rid of that baggage or, or not, it's not really right to call it baggage but you know bringing it with you exactly you know getting rid of what isn't working for you anymore and and allowing yourself like you've said in your blog there to heal allowing yourself to get rid of that old pain and not to carry those experiences with us I think we learn from every experience we have but actually yeah those negative elements we need to we need to shed right because otherwise we can't ever yeah yeah carry on with that yeah and you know like I'm doing a with the life coaching and stuff like I've got an NLP course um in a couple of weeks which I'm super excited for but NLP stands for neuro-linguistic programming of course it's not as confusing as it sounds but it's just basically kind of ridding the your it's it's a lot about the subconscious um mind and how that works um and and you know I, I put a post up the other day um about your RAS system um and it's kind of like and I said you know if you what if you really want a holiday um and you've been thinking about that holiday then all of a sudden your mind programs into seeing holidays everywhere so you'll you know a, a, an adverts for holidays will keep coming up or swimwear a sale for swimwear will come up on your Facebook and and I think because your mind's connected to it it's connecting those things together because it's in the forefront of your mind um it's so true yeah, it's so true. And uh, I did, well, actually one of my very first blogs, the first blog that I put out was about a splash of color and kind of choosing a color for you that that helps you bring yourself back to, to feeling, you know, a feeling that you remember being positive. And that's exactly the same. So my color and everyone knows my color is yellow. Um, so when I, when I see anything yellow, I bring myself back, bring that memory back to how I felt when I felt positive and happy, and it kind of shifts your brain back into it. So I went off in a, on a bit of a tangent then, but yeah, um, kind of we need to, you know, it's 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 fine to suppress the feelings, and and I'm a, a massive believer that you'll only deal with things when you're ready to deal with them, and and that's that's absolutely fine and if you're not ready to deal with them then they just stay locked up in that that little box in the cupboard in your little brain house um (laughs) and until you you are ready but you know trying to another big thing that I'm I'm about is just talking to people and I think that's why my Instagram's got a bit more quotey and you know like little tips and stuff at the moment just because the more we make it accessible and the more we make it easier for people to talk about mental health issues or problems that they're having or even just if they're just feeling really crap that day the better it is because the 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 less we talk about it the worse it gets I think you're absolutely right and I think it's also important at this point for us to say you know we don't all have to feel great all of the time. And I think Instagram you've mentioned there is, is one of those things that, you know, I find particularly tricky. And I know a lot of the people that I follow on Instagram, you know, the the influencers or the bloggers, you know, they all say the same thing. This isn't real life. You know, these people are, you know, quite often the influencers, for example, are paid to make content look the way it looks. You know, this isn't necessarily their real life. It's not how they go about their daily business. And, you know, I think that's really important to to recognize, but also I think it's really, really important 
important to recognize that actually we don't all feel great all of the time no and there like, are so yeah. many things that you can do if you're in that position and I think you know I think it's really key that we say at this point you know talking is is always great if you have that person or those people that you can talk to going back to the relationships section of the wheel then yeah. you know you're already at a head start there but you know if you are really struggling you absolutely should go and and see your your GP your doctor you know you should seek out you know there are counseling services yeah. available in most yeah. areas I'm sure in 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 Australia the same as they are here yeah you know so I think you know recognizing that you're not okay is absolutely fine yeah. and that's really really positive but what you do next is just as crucial right exactly. I think we need to be really clear that you yeah. know loving yourself and supporting yourself means that you have to do that from a from a, a positive place and if you're yeah, not in 100%. that place you know particularly I have yeah. to say for us guys right we we don't tend to access those services as as much as as women do statistically and I think yeah. you know part of my um part of what I what I do part of my sort of personal campaign is is getting people to to talk and getting people to to accept that perhaps there's an issue and perhaps they need some support so I think that's really really important that we just acknowledge that when we talk about healing old hurts and, and even current hurts you know you're not on your own in that one of my favorite things to say is kind of acknowledge acknowledging that you feel a certain way is the first step to be able to make it better um, you know, you've, you've taken the first step to even know in, know in your mind that something's not right or know that you don't feel right. That's your first step to making, you know, small changes. And that's that's all you need. Like, it's just small stepping stones. You're not going to wake up one day and, and everything's going to be peachy. Like, as you said, we all have our crap days and, and, and we're allowed the crap days. So, yeah, definitely talking. Um, and I find as well, just writing things down is, is one of the things that have really helped me just jotting things down. Cause I think sometimes your brain takes over and like the, the little person who I like to call a little monkey in my head, you know, those, those little thoughts come into your head and, and that's not you, that's not you thinking those thoughts and just writing it down or even just texting it to someone, even if they don't reply, it sometimes brings it back in and you think, Oh God, as if I'm getting upset about something so small, but to me in my head, it's massive and, and you, we've got to write it for it to be massive, but writing it down just lets you see it you know, actually on a piece of paper, like a mind dump almost. So the next stage of the wheel is, is fun and recreation. We talk about in this, you know, what are you doing? Are you getting out there? Are you are you doing yeah. activities? Are you, you know, fulfilling yourself in that way? Are you, are you giving yourself that excitement or that challenge? Is that a sort yeah. of fair assessment of that? Absolutely, yeah. So it's kind of like the time that you spend, the quality of it, the frequency, the enjoyment that you're getting out of it. And then kind of when you are on the adventure, are you connecting or are you going on this fun, um, amazing time and then you're, you're, but you're on your phone the whole time. So you're not actually physically present, which probably most people would be like, well, I'm, you're not because you just Instagram story, everything, but I am there and I am enjoying it. Um, so it's kind of thinking those things. Are we, are you using, the fun and recreational things for you for your to help you grow as well so bringing it back into personal growth and is it contributing to your other goals is it helping you um so just you know it is just about the the fun side of it but is it helping you as a person as well as it being fun 
along the way. Sure. And I think that's a really interesting one as well, isn't it? Because, you know, we, we are, we've talked about this already, we're in a really connected world now. We Most of us have at least one social media outlet, if that's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, etc., etc. And I think I find it really interesting when I watch sort of clips of, of music concerts or, you know, big events. And, mm. you know, thousands of people are, are watching these wonderful events, which aren't particularly cheap, let's be honest. And no, they're watching them essentially through screen. their own mobile phone. Yeah. And that, yeah. you know, it's amazing. And I, and I, I saw a, a comment that apparently the, the Queen made, the Queen of England, that is, um, wow. recently where she was saying that she was really... Uh, affected by the fact that when she goes out to meet people now she goes on those walk arounds when she goes on visits and things and t- so many people she's she's actually talking to an ipad the back of an yeah, ipad rather than to an individual because of course they want to record that experience and yeah, so she yeah. rather than having that actual connection with somebody and looking into their eyes she's effectively just looking into their camera lens and they're the other Every side time. of that screen and yeah. you know i think that there's absolutely a, you know i use social media an awful lot we all do but you know i think there are times when you just have to put your phone down and say you know what yeah. let's just enjoy this moment let's just yeah you know i went for a walk recently up um lith hill which is just in shrewsbury where i live um here in england and you know i stood at the top of that 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 little hill and looked out over sort of the shropshire fields and just thought you know what this is stunning yeah. and i stood there for a little while naturally i got my phone out i took a picture and i, <laughs> and I put it on instagram but you know i was able to have that moment of just moment. peacefulness yeah. and, and really enjoying that that experience of being there and i think you know again while we talk about mental health particularly I think it's really important that we recognize that we all need that downtime you know we're not designed to be hyper connected all of the time all the time yeah speaking of the queen let's talk about physical environment um clearly we don't all live in in palatial uh Buckingham Palace or or Windsor Castle or anywhere like that but you know physical environment this is yeah quite um physical environment we're looking at where we are in terms of our our, within our own space right and I guess that can be where we spend large amounts of time so our homes our offices our cars you know where you know where we are spending large amounts of time what that feels like how we have that set up how that can affect us is that yeah that's that's spot on yeah like so you know you might have a, a fantastic work environment for example but then you might be going home to a crammed tiny overcrowded apartment so it kind of puts your score into the middle because you've got a satisf- high satisfaction with one but low satisfaction with the other um so with this one we're kind of looking at comfort um are you meeting the basic needs for comfort do you feel comfortable both at work at home in the car um free space um we also look about kind of being around a- surrounded by your perfect environment so uh natural environment you know urban culture is it beautiful nice views have you got fresh air um another one that i really love is natural light so i'll always have the blinds open whenever i can um and then the temperature so apart from the summer when it was like 43 degrees and we had to i think we got halfway down the road and then had to turn back to go into the aircon um <laughs> the, Such a hardship i'm for pretty you. I'm pretty comfortable for the, the temperature here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so kind of thinking about all of those things. It's it's quite a funny one, really, when you think of physical environment, because you don't really ever assess your house, I don't think. Like, it's just your home, you go into it, you make it nice. But I don't think you ever kind of sit and really look whether 
you know you're happy and and you know are you getting that fresh air are you getting the natural light and and things like that it kind of makes you think a little bit I think. yeah and I guess like all of these categories you know it, it is it's very much self-reflection isn't it you know what I would consider to be yeah. a really lovely place to be somebody else might think actually no I can't bear that you know and, oh, yeah. and I think you know that's absolutely okay right that's 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 fine it's not you know we're not you're not saying here in terms of environment that you should live in a certain way no like you need to have like this amazing yeah yeah, no not at all it's just it you're reflecting on you and your your space and how you enjoy your space it doesn't matter what anyone else absolutely yeah thinks about yeah but I think there's yeah there's a real element of you know whatever works for you if you are a hoarder or you you know you live quite messily you know that doesn't necessarily make it wrong for you that maybe actually that you're living that way because something does need shifting and perhaps it's something that doesn't actually make you happy but I think it's about making sure that you're able to identify that right it's it's about looking at where you are living and working etc and making those changes where you think you need to but actually acknowledging that if you live that way that's okay so yeah we've got business and career we've got finances health relationships romance personal growth fun and recreation and physical environment they're our categories so let's now um put them onto our wheel so we create this circle we divide it into eight and we look at where about in that wheel that we're we're placing each of those things so for example for me physical environment for example just off the off the bat there i would probably score that actually around an eight or a nine i really love where i live i really love where i work amazing you know really comfortable for me that's great finances i'm probably about a three because i'm useless at managing my own money and i always want to get better at that don't worry my (laughs) mine's a two i love your work (laughs) um so we you know you literally go round that wheel and you just plot on there with a little x in the middle of that yeah. section where you little think x you are in the section yeah yeah from 0 to 10 yeah okay and then once you've done that and kind of you know it'll be good actually listening through if you are going to do this exercise from listening to the podcast um kind of listening through all the categories that we spoke about reflect on that before you answer i think a lot of people just look at right you know physical environments romance and stuff like that but don't actually take into consideration what we said for instance you know the right the romance do you love yourself you know and the other people people would just go to oh have I got a boyfriend am I in love kind of thing so it's quite good to to really dig deep um for these and then create your numbers from the how we, how we went into each section more so than just thinking and reflecting on the word that's above the the segment yeah and I think it's also again you know we should stress this isn't one of those you know what does your star sign say about you quizzes in in those sort of trashy magazines this is really a a positive but but a a really sort of strong self-reflection right this is something that you should allocate yourself some time to do and and to really understand where you're at because I guess it's that thing of you can't you can't really make a difference if you don't know where you're at right no no you can't make the change if you don't know where the change if if you can't see the change or don't know where the changes have got to come from so yeah so we've plotted our wheel we've gone through those categories we've looked at each of those things we've reflected on what they mean not just necessarily the titles and we've marked ourselves out of 10 for each of those eight then 
you know i'm i'm looking at the one that you've put on your on your blog and you know you've got this perfect circle around the outside and then within that you've yeah. got this sort of spider's web where you've put your x's and and, and joined the circle together yeah it's almost Very like a, a, a slightly <laughs> odd pac-man type yeah, shape um and I can see where you've scored yourself yeah, on the finances yeah. there. But, so what, what, so ha, what, what's the next stage of that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you can work out my will. Yes. Yeah, so, so we we kind of, how, how I've done it on the blog, connect the, the X's together. And that's my favorite one. You'll see a lot of Wheel of Lies on, on Google and they kind of do it different ways and uh, put it into segments and stuff. But I like making the wheel to just see the wheel. And then, and then we just reflect on kind of what the wheel looks like. Is it, is it running smoothly? If we, if we popped it on your car, would you be able to get down the road or would you not even be able to turn the engine on and move a, 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 a centimeter? Um, you know, would it be a bit bumpy on the ride or, and just kind of reflecting on, on that because ideally what we want is a nice smooth a nice smooth wheel because all segments are you know working to the best that they could as we said before they probably would never be at 100 percent because I think there's always something you know as humans we always want something more than we've got um but yeah just kind of looking at that and seeing you know a smooth ride comes from having more of a well-rounded approach to your life. So making sure that all the pieces are tuned up and operating kind of as best as they can for you. So um, I'd say to to be a whole person, you must have wholeness in your life. So whatever that means for you, that obviously means different things for different people. But we can't ignore, ignore the fact that everything in your life, as I said earlier, affects every other thing in your life. And we've picked up on that so many times throughout this conversation, how many things from different segments affect different things from different segments. So it all kind of affects other things. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. But I think it's also really key to sort of start to look at these again as you know although we're looking at them holistically I think again we start to look at them individually right I think you know because yeah. for me for example um as I said before environment eight or nine doing really well finance is probably like a three maybe even a two not so good you know there, the other areas I would probably score myself somewhere in the middle of those um yeah. so you know I I think yeah, what, so. what we're in danger of is being overwhelmed at this point, right? You look at that wheel and you go, yes. oh, my God, yeah. I need to fix oh everything. Yeah. That's so, not so your approach, we, I understand. What, no, no, absolutely not. So what what I've done and what I would want everyone else to do is pick one segment. So I just want one segment. So it can either be your lowest scoring item or it could be um, – a segment that's kind of holding the most emotion for you so it might might not necessarily be the lowest but the, the one that's kind of really you know it's all you think about at the moment and you and I think you know what that one is when you look at your wheel like for me it was definitely finance it was my lowest score but it is the thing that I think about a lot and worry about a lot so focusing on one even though we might wish to work on a few um i'd really encourage you to to focus on one at a time um and just know that you know those areas aren't going away you can you know once you've improved that score in the area that you've started working on you can go and work in the other areas 
but just one at a time is is you know it kind of compacts it in and you can work on your goals then as well so and I guess actually you know you for example for you you might work on your financial section bring that score up you know not to 10 but maybe to seven or eight but suddenly you find that your fun yeah. recreation score rises as well when you re- revisit your exactly wheel because yeah. of course you've got yeah. more financially stable you're able to do those things so I think you know exactly, not forgetting yeah. that they're all interconnected I think you're absolutely right you pick one area you work on that now yeah. again for me um you know, whilst my financial health is is something that wouldn't necessarily score very highly, there's probably other areas of my life that I would look at first. I'd, there, there are things that I would want to sort of investigate in terms of not necessarily my, you know, anything in these categories, but, you know, perhaps with my health, for example, you know, I don't yeah. um, go to the gym as often as I should. I don't, you know, do it as much exercise as I should. And I probably as well don't eat as, as well as I ought to. Now, for me, part of my drive to go out and, and make money, for example, part of my drive to go out and do new things is driven by that feeling of slightly lethargic after you've had that drive through McDonald's yeah. for the fifth time in a month yeah. <laughs> or, you know not going to the to the swimming pool or the gym when you said you were going to and I think you know again it's that area of it wouldn't necessarily score particularly low because I, I am reasonably healthy but you know it wouldn't be right yeah. up there either but actually I think a lot of my drive and energy comes from that feeling of feeling good about myself and and you know I, I struggle Absolutely. myself with body image and therefore that's something that I'd want to fix so I think it's about yeah. like you said before it's not necessarily the lowest score but it is about what impacting those scores the most um so we pick on those one things for you it's finances perhaps for me it's health for somebody else it might be relationships or romance whatever yeah what do we what do we do next so we say okay this is the area i want to identify how do we how do we go about making that change i've got a, a series of questions just answering those these few questions and i'll just talk you through them so um your first question is how do you currently spend your time in this area so just thinking about how it makes you feel what you're doing what kind of feelings and emotions you're putting into that area um the second question um is how would you like to spend your time in this area so if you could um completely imagine this amazing 10 out of 10 100 percent what would it look like and and with that one going back to the NLP sort of stuff I just want you to try and write it as if it's already happened so you know I I have sat a said amount of money in my bank account and you know stuff like so it's not like I want or I would like or I should we're using it actually it's physically happened to us um the third one is how could you make space for the changes that you want to see? So the changes that you've talked about in, in how would you like to spend the time? How could you physically make space for yourself? You know, do you need to plan those gym, that, that the gym time? Do you need to pop, pop it in your diary? Do you need to tell someone or get a gym buddy? You know, that was the best time up gym buds on Instagram because it made me and Ella go to the gym because we had that, you know, together and it really helped. Um, the next one is can you make the changes on your own so we're all about the team like who else do you need in your team can you do it by yourself or do you need that help and support from it from someone else um and then the last couple so what actions or decisions could you take that would make that 10 out of 10 for you 
just reflecting at that and then um what would a 10 out of 10 look like and feel like and when you're answering that question don't just scribble something down i want you to actually physically close your eyes and imagine that you know i'll I'll close my eyes and imagine i've got a million dollars in my account and how does that make me feel and then the most important one which is kind of the actions that we can take so I want you to think of three small things that you can commit to doing in the next week. So literally in the next week coming up that will help you start moving towards the outcomes that you want in this area of your life. So it's three small things that you can physically commit to and tick off because the brain likes to tick off the to-do list, physically commit to doing. So for me, my three things were put something into my savings account even if it was a dollar my next one was to to make an excel spreadsheet of of how i would make my finances better and then the third one was to not was to stop buying coffee when i didn't need to buy coffee so those three things were were things that i could commit to quite easily because i'd put them in place so those three things are really the steps that are going to take you forward into making this a better number than than what it is right now and i guess that's about achievement right i mean you know for example smoking um is is a great one to to pick up on um i used to smoke i don't anymore part of the process for me of not smoking anymore when i was giving up um was about the the sort of incremental goal it was that thing of can I have you know can I go a day without smoking can I go two days without smoking can I go five days without smoking can I go five or six years which is where I am now I think without smoking and I think you know that sense of of self-worth that comes from achieving those goals you know we all like to feel like a winner I think is the is the really key thing here and I think you know like for you for example putting that dollar I hope you've put more than a dollar in your savings account but putting that dollar in your savings account I do I do is is a win right that's that that's enough to then say okay if I continue to this and I think also it's measurable right if you put a dollar into your savings account every every week by the end of the year you'd have 52 dollars if you start at the beginning of of a calendar year now that's (laughs) yeah yeah, that's not a huge amount of money but it's more money than you've saved before I I mean you know no I am putting more than a dollar in but I just wanted to make it that I could actually achieve it because I'm so unbelievably yeah and I think well I was and I'm I'm exactly the same you know, I've, I've set up a, a savings thing now and, and actually I, I've put a direct debit in which goes out the day that I get paid and so I you know hopefully will never notice yeah. that that money's even, even gone because it. you just yeah. get used to the fact that you're you know 10 20 30 pounds whatever it is shorter than you were the previous month so you know I think it's absolutely right yeah. it's a measurable goal isn't it and it's something you know I, I really think that with with something like this if I was going to do this work now I would be thinking what you know like you've said what can I achieve what can I actually celebrate as a, as a positive goal and I think that's really important you know yeah. saying to yourself like if you'd have said okay my three goals are I want to put a thousand dollars into my savings well that's unrealistic right that's you know it's probably not something yeah. that you're going to be able to do within a week um and so and like I said earlier you the the the, the easier we make it we, the easier we make it for ourselves and for our brain the more likely you are to stick with it you know like if you wake up one day and you're like right I'm cutting carbs I'm not drinking alcohol I'm not doing this I'm not doing that I'm not doing that it's too much for, for your brain to process and you'll end up sticking to it for a day if two days but it won't go any further than that because you haven't made it easy um so yeah like you said 
me just saying a dollar set felt better for me and and it was kind of like I, I knew I would do that so it was something that I could physically commit to. And how's to. the coffee shop yeah. going not buying coffee? Uh, I've not had one I've not bought one this week I know it's only Tuesday but um, we're, we're, we're on zero coffee buying at the moment so it's going oh, well. good and I think that's you know I mean we live Thank in a coffee you. shop culture right I mean you know we all like to go out and get coffee but I think I I did a similar exercise to you recently I actually looked through I've got one of those bank accounts that shows you the sort of categories you're spending where you've spent and your things my coffee yeah. shop spending was massive over a month you know I was thinking oh goodness Crazy. I'm you know I've yeah. got a coffee machine at home it's really nice and yet I'm still yeah. buying coffee from from coffee shops or or machines you know that's not financially speaking that's really not very good you know I mean I like coffee so it's fine but no, no. you know when I'm thinking about my financial health you know that's one of the things that I probably would have to say I could do with not doing as well so but but like you've said an achievable yeah. goal right that's the key word is it's the confidence to to know that you've been able to achieve something yeah yeah so okay so we've done our wheel we've made a plan we've got our plans for the next week we've also then outlined in that in that self-reflection where we could be and what we need to do to bring ourselves up to 10 we yeah revisit that right you don't just then put that book yeah. in, that notepad in a drawer and think oh, I'll deal with that tomorrow this is a this is a yeah. start today <laughs> and crack on with it and then yeah like you said at the beginning sort of two three or four months time you come back do you would you then redo the whole wheel would you do that process from scratch to yeah, see where you're at? yeah I would I, I I actually spoke to someone at the weekend and they they had they had done their wheel I think it was the end of it would have been the end of last year um, and he was just like, oh, my God, it has changed so much and in every a- aspect. And he was just like, I'm so glad that I did the whole wheel rather than just the one that I'd been working on. Because like we said, you know, things things are linked and things will other things will change due to things changing. So, yeah, definitely I would go, I would start from scratch again. And it'll probably be easier the second time you do it because you know what you were thinking the last time and you've kind of got your starting point as well. So it'll be good to see in that aspect too. And where you measure compared to where you were last time. I think that's a really yeah. interesting um, sort of progress check, isn't it? And then, you know, so I guess, yeah. you know, for you, for example, with the financial one, you're going to work on that for the next couple of months. Then you redo your wheel. If that yeah. is still the thing that's giving you the most um, anxiety or it's still the thing that's scoring the lowest in terms of your overall lifestyle, you can continue to work on that, right? You don't then have oh, to yeah, jump to another yeah, thing absolutely. or, you know, you can still, you go absolutely, through that whole process Because your three little changes could be three different changes by then. Like I might have more in my savings, but I might want more in my normal bank account. So it's it's things like that, you know, things will change and things change rapidly in this day and age anyway, don't they? So Absolutely, yeah. And that's the Wheel of Life. We really hope you enjoyed the podcast and we also hope that you take the time to create your own Wheel of Life. If you want to see more from Sunday Soul, you can visit the blog, which is www.sunday-soul.com or you can visit our Instagram page, which is... Sunday Soul 19. There's a new blog post for you to enjoy every single Sunday at sunday-soul.com and we will be back with another Sunday Soul podcast very soon to look at one of those in a little bit more detail. 
If you'd like to leave us a comment, please do on the blog or you can leave a comment on our Instagram posts as well and we will come back to you as soon as we can and also we can discuss those comments on the next podcast. Yeah, amazing. And and like you said, if you if anyone's got any comments on what we've talked about today, like the Wheel of Life and stuff or if they want me to go in a little bit deeper with, with how they can solve and make that number better because there is a, a few more steps that we can do after that. We just have run out of time. Becky, thank you so much. It's been fantastic. Fantastic. I know, I've loved it. Thank you ever so much for having me. My name is Aaron and that was Becky and we will see you next time on the Sunday Soul Podcast.